Hi, this is your pal Audrey. So, the original name of this podcast was going to be The Hell Word, and we recorded this episode using that title. Uh, We did not realize yet that another podcast a while ago had briefly used that name, so it's not actually available anywhere, but... We are actually going to call the podcast Welcome to L. Um, so sorry for any confusion. Um, just ignore it whenever we say it in this episode. And yeah, we hope y'all enjoy. Thanks for listening. Lesbian. Welcome to the Hell Word. It's an L Word recap podcast that we're starting in the year 2017. I'm Anna Mae Lee. And I'm Audrey. So we decided to do this podcast because we heard that there was going to be a reboot of the L Word. Yes. Um, and it felt important to revisit the original L Word yeah. leading up to that to, yeah. you know, kind of look at it from a, an adult perspective because we both watched it as teenagers. Yeah, and... Well, so the new season's airing in 2018, so I guess we'll figure out if we're going to do this whole show or not, (laughs) and then get to that. I feel like I would like to talk about that show, but that's a really far way off, so we're just going to start start at the start, and then um, as the new season gets closer, we'll decide what we want to do about that. Yeah. So we're starting with the first episode of the first season. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe let's um just give a little background on ourselves before we get into the show. Just um, it's nice yeah. to know about your cute hosts. So I grew up in Yonkers, New York, which is like a suburb of New York City. Um, I came out as bisexual at a very young age, 12. Um, and the L word was kind of like the only piece of media that I had ever really encountered that was about like queer or gay people mm-hmm. at all. <clears throat> um, so my friend Emma and I used to get the DVDs of it from Best Buy mm-hmm. and watch it. And it was important to me. Um, I think I maybe always realized that it was like a melodramatic and not super great quality show but it still had my affections because i felt more like connected to the characters than i did in most tv shows yeah yeah so um yeah i grew up in the south um by the time i was a teenager and by the time the L word came out, I think I actually moved to Virginia. Yeah, I moved to Virginia the same year that the L word started in the year 2004. Um, and I started watching it a couple years later when I was in high school. Um, it was on Logo, the gay channel. And I was very much in the closet at that time, still figuring stuff out. But. Um, you know, I I was flipping through channels and I like came upon this show about queer women and I was like, whoa, I relate to this, but I don't know why. (laughs) Um, And so I just sort of started watching it and like, yeah, again, like at the time I wasn't really sure why it felt like so like relevant or important to me, but it definitely did. And like, I was like, it's my favorite TV show. Like, um... And I'd always, like, stay up late to watch it because it aired pretty late. Mm -hmm. Um, So the rest of my family would go to sleep and I'd watch the L Word and then maybe I'd go to church the morning after. (laughs) Um, um, But yeah, yeah, so it was was a thing. I also think I should say, uh, when I watched it on Logo, it was like, this show originally aired on Showtime, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it started in 2014, and Showtime is a network where you can show sex, and Logo it was a network where you cannot show sex. Um, so, uh, I think I watched the first, like, three or four seasons on Logo, and then switch over to, like, Netflix later, but, um, the L word has a lot of sex and nudity, mm-hmm. and I didn't know this for a, a pretty long time. <laughs> yeah, that was the difference between our experiences of it. Yeah, the first... So I got the DVDs since I didn't have cable. The first time I saw an uncensored L word, I was really shocked. And it was, like, mm-hmm. a later season, so I was like, what the hell? Like, did, <laughs> were they, like, losing a lot of viewership, and they decided to, like, show some fucking... Or, like, what is happening here? yeah. I have to say, like, the sex scenes in the L Word were definitely, like, the first, like, representations of queer sex that I had ever come across, and, like, also kind of, like, the the first thing that bordered on, like, softcore porn that I had ever encountered. <laughs> I think you can maybe skip the border. Yeah, it's pretty much softcore <laughs> porn. <laughs> um, like, you so. definitely see boobs, and you definitely see... Yeah, that's see... true. That's true. Bodies together. So it was also (laughs) something that, like, I think my parents knew that I was watching it because, like, I was basically buying it with their money, you know? And, like, Mm -hmm. I was just like, it's just a show. But, like, I remember my mom, like, seeing the cover and, like, all the characters in their, like, sexy black dresses or whatever. Uh And she, like, gave me, like, a really disapproving, like, scoff. Yeah. Well, did she know that the L word was lesbian? I think she figured it out. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I remember like watching it with Emma. We would like go into the room with the TV and like close the door and like <laughs> watch it. And then I think I also like would try to look up like segments of it on YouTube that I hadn't seen yet and like watch it in my room like late at mm-hmm. night. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's I guess basically what our relationships with the show are. Uh, oh, let's say. When we first watched those teenagers, who our favorite characters were and yeah. who we had a crush on. Okay. Which could be the same or it could be different. <laughs> yeah. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I can go first. Okay. Um, my, I think my favorite character was Carmen. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked her. I felt kind of like I related to her because um, her character like grew up in a Spanish-speaking household. Mm-hmm. And I was like true for me at least with my mom um even even though the um actress who played her is actually iranian american Uh and can't speak spanish for shit (laughs) like her accent was really bad on the show but all that aside i thought she was like one of the only people on the show who like just didn't like perpetually like fuck up her relationships in really toxic ways like she was just like a cool person yes um, that I could admire and not, like, feel conflicted about liking. So, right. So I guess this is maybe a good time to say, if you haven't watched The L Word, every single person on it is a garbage person. Yeah. And they're all, they all, they're all so bad. They all do very bad things. There are some who don't do bad things at the beginning, but, like, by season four or five, they're all just trash people. Yeah, everyone's um. just, like, cheating on everyone else <laughs> and lying mm-hmm. and... I, I don't know, like, when I look back on it, I'm kind of like, ugh, like, it's really depressing that this is, like, the only show depicting, like, queer women on TV, mm-hmm. and it, like, can't show any healthy relationships. Yeah, and still no one has done, but, like, I think this is also part of the reason why we decided we want to talk about it, because, like, no one has done a better job since, Yeah, and that's, it's been, t- like, 13 years since the first season aired, and, like, mm-hmm. that is fucking wild like it's not a high bar like yeah you don't have a blood like <laughs> and like so when we saw that the new um reboot of the l word was coming out i like read a little article on it where like eileen chaken who created the original mm-hmm. l word is also creating this new l word um and b- what she basically said there's like a quote from her was that like she was like you know when we finished the l word it felt like okay we're gonna be passing the torch and like mm-hmm. now that we like pioneered this like first like lesbian show Mm -hmm. like other people are gonna like we're gonna pass the baton and other people are gonna do it but Mm -hmm. just nobody really did it after that so we decided that maybe it should come back Mm -hmm. and (laughs) I was just like oh god that's terrible for a lot of reasons I, I was talking to someone I'm trying to remember who it was 
maybe a coworker. Um, I feel like I should give them credit for this, but I can't remember who it was. <laughs> but I was talking to a friend about it, and they were like, yeah, the thing is, like, can't they, like, instead of just being like, nobody's making this... Oh, I think it was Jess. It was, like, our, it was mm-hmm. our housemate Jess. So my friend Jess, when we talked about it, said, like, that's really annoying that, like, they took that route because what they could have done instead is realize that, like, the next generation of queer women has no wealth. Like, mm-hmm. millennials have no wealth. Uh-huh. And so, like, if you have the funding to do this show, instead of just, like making it all of the same people creating the show Mm -hmm. again that's about, like, a younger generation of queer women. Mm -hmm. Like, why don't you fund the work of some, like, younger queer writers and have something new, you know? Mm -hmm. Because, like, I'm sure that there are people out there who have the talent and the desire to make a show like that, but Mm -hmm. they might just not necessarily have the funds. Yeah, definitely. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel like y'all could have thought a little more creatively about that. Because pretty much Eileen Chaikin and then, like, three of the starring actresses from the original L Word are also, like, co-producing it. Yeah. Which, yeah, we'll discuss that more when it's closer. Um, But... (laughs) <laughs> all of that comes back to we were talking about favorite characters. So yes. Carmen and was my favorite. To and yeah, so I mean the person I had a crush on was Shane. Yeah. Like true. Shocker. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Like Shane was also like one of the few kind of like gender fluid, like mm-hmm. more androgynous characters that I had encountered mm-hmm. and um I think I like had a big crush on her, but also she kind of like embodied some gender goals mm-hmm. for me. Because I definitely felt um like being different or like presenting differently Mm -hmm. on different days and that was like one of the first like models of that that i had seen hell yeah um okay so my favorite character um was dana um i think because when the show starts she's like very closeted she's an athlete um she's like a famous tennis player and she basically when the series starts is like very closeted publicly at least like she hangs out with a bunch of lesbians all the time and like talks about girls with them so it's like she's out among her friends and like to herself but like to the public world when the series starts she's like very much in the closet and I felt like I related to that because um I think everybody else, all the other main characters, when you start out with them, they're all, like, out and proud, and, like, that was not my experience when I was watched this show as a teenager, so, like, I think Dana was the one who I saw the most of myself in, because I was like, yeah, you're, like, miserable about being in the closet, and I guess I am, too. So, she was my favorite, um, well, I don't want to get too much into spoilers with her, but... She, she, I think she's, like, one of the other few characters who isn't a garbage trash person, but, um, anyway, well, it, it, there's some tragedy, um, and I had a really big crush on Bet, which is, like, really embarrassing, (laughs) um, so Bet is, like, this, like, power lesbian archetype, um, she, like, always wears pantsuits, she, like, is very bossy. She, like, is the director at an art museum in L.A. And she, like, is always, like, on her cell phone, like, um, having meetings, like, ignoring her partner. Um, she, like, cheats a lot. She's she's just, like, kind of a shit. She just, like, she's, like, a very, like, selfish, um, bossy, like, femme and... Yeah, I don't know. I was so into her as a teenager. Uh, Like, I don't know. I think maybe some of it was due to low (laughs) self-esteem. Like, I think I was like, yeah, I should be in a relationship with someone who's going to treat me like shit. (laughs) So Yeah, sorry. Um, (laughs) But anyway, um... I don't know. I thought she was cool and great. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I can empathize with that. I yeah. mean, Shane was also a piece of shit person yes. in many of the same ways. Like, yes. narcissistic. Yes. Constantly lying and cheating. 
And the show has, like, this way of portraying cheating where people, like, seem like these, like, tortured souls who can't help what they're doing. Yeah, they all have to do it. Uh, It always made me just frustrated. Like, I'm just like, you have control over your actions. You You know what's going to happen if you do this. Yeah, and then they still do it. Yeah. Um, all right. So maybe we can jump into the episode. Also, I'm sorry, uh... The rumor recording this faces the street. I don't know if any of these traffic noises are getting into it. There's definitely a. I, every time a car honks, I feel it like honk directly into my soul. <laughs> Sorry if it sounds weird. We'll fig- we'll figure it out. If it does, if it just sounds great, that's great. Also, maybe it sounds really good. This is our first time doing a podcast. It'll hey. Be fine. <laughs> um. Cool. So, uh, yeah. Let's uh, talk about the pilot of the L word. All right. Um, so, uh, to note, when this pilot originally aired, um, it was, like, one hour and a half long episode. We watched just... We're just going to talk about the first half, because um, we watch, we're watching on Hulu, and on Hulu they have broken it down into two 45-minute-long episodes instead of a yeah. feature film-length shit show. Right. Um, so, we're just going to start with the first half of the pilot. Okay. So, yeah, we start off with just these sort of, like, cheesy overhead shots of L.A. Mm-hmm. as it appeared in the year 2004. Very glamorous. Very glamorous. I love the celebrity culture. <laughs> I love the stars. <laughs> um, um, and then, what's next? I feel like the beginning of the episode is, like, Jenny moving. Well, Jenny doesn't come in yet, but we do start with Tim, who is right. the neighbor... To a couple lesbians is actually the first, like, main character we see, which is kind of interesting. Uh Uh-huh. So the first thing after all these shots of just generic L.A. stuff, the freeway, the hills, (laughs) is, um, is Tim, and he's getting, getting dressed, and then it cuts over to, um, to his neighbors, Bet and Tina. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, right, right. Do you remember? And they're like... (laughs) Let's make a baby. Well, no, 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 first. Okay, sorry. I, just, I got ahead of myself. <laughs> That's, like, such an iconic line from the old word. Um, so I guess we we see a scene in the bathroom with Tina um, mm-hmm. peeing on a stick mm-hmm. and looking at it and getting really excited uh-huh. and being like, Bet, come here. Um, and then Bet looks at it and is like, you're ovulating mm-hmm. in like a really sexy way <laughs> and then they're like let's make a baby yeah that's, that's exactly how it happens yeah. i love how well you remember that thank you um but yeah so we meet our first lesbian couple bet and tina um they've been dating i think for like seven years so when the show starts they've they've been in a very long relationship and they're trying to have a baby right now mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. um and yeah, so from there, um, we are introduced to the planet. Yes. Um, which is this big meeting space, it's like a cafe, mm-hmm. um, that is currently owned by um, a woman named Marina, who is a lesbian. We'll talk about more because mm-hmm. she does some shit this episode. Yeah, and this becomes like the home base for like this lesbian friend group. Yeah, to socialize at. Yeah, so right now we we come in and uh, we we go to a table. Um, I like though I'm saying we as though like the two of us are walking into the planet <laughs> yes. and like sitting down. We are with Dana, Alice. These and are Shane. our friends. Yeah, hi, I'm Audrey, <laughs> and this is Dana, and this is Alice, and this is Shane. These are my three best friends in the world. <laughs> um. So yeah, we meet we meet Dana, Alice, and Shane. Um, Dana, I've already talked about some. She's mm-hmm. a closeted tennis player. Um, Alice is a bisexual character, <laughs> and the show is so bad about it. Yeah, think... she's like constantly shamed for it. Let me look at my notes, but I think even in this very first scene, yeah, um, they say some shit. I know at some point. At some point in the show, they're definitely like, why can't you just make a choice? Like, why can't you make up your mind between dick and pussy, I think is what they say to her. Yeah, so maybe this is going to be a recurring segment. It's 
called Problematic Corner. <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop this title. Um, but yes, so the L word doesn't like bisexuals. No, they really, really don't. Um, yeah, they. so right now Alice identifies as one. Um, another main character will eventually be in a relationship with a man um, and basically like everyone hates her for it and like decides to stop being her friend but and then with Alice like you see people are like god why can't you just like make up you have to be gay or straight like why can't you just like pick which one mm-hmm. um, so that's great um, I'm just looking up a quote that I um, wanted to okay. come um, bring into this yeah I'll just while you're doing that um, Alice to talk about her and other things besides her sexual orientation um, is uh, a writer. She's a journalist, um, and she writes like I guess if if it were now she would write for BuzzFeed probably. She like <laughs> write lists of like like eight reasons why or no she'd write for autostraddle she would she would be like yeah. the, an editor at autostraddle yeah she's like really gossipy yes she can't keep a secret no um and like yeah so like she's she's bisexual people are always like oh you have to make up your mind mm-hmm. i just they made me think of this quote or like this tweet that okay. i saw by someone named ryan henley okay um, that says, bisexual women are seen as straight but faking. Mm-hmm. Bisexual men are seen as gay but faking. Why mm-hmm. do both scenarios assume everyone likes men? Yeah, that's true. But the L word is the other way. I think kind of, like, it's like, well, you're, you think you're bi, but, like, you really like women. You just need to come m- to your senses. Maybe. I feel like sometimes it's that, but then sometimes it's, if you're bi, you're a fake lesbian. Yes. And, like, if you yes. go if you go back to men, right. quote-unquote, then, like, that negates your yes. entire identity as a lesbian. Yeah, which I think, yeah, that's definitely true. But also, I think, like, right now what we see with Alice is they're like, when are you going to realize you just like girls? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, Alice. Right. Um, and then the other person is Shane, who Anna May Lee talked about some. Um, she's sort of this, like lady killer always like slouching she's like the heartbreaker Mm -hmm. she's like really moody and emo Uh uh-huh she's a hairdresser she gives cool punk Mm -hmm. haircuts Mm -hmm. um she skateboards Mm -hmm. she's always smoking a cigarette Mm -hmm. or or just holding a cigarette or either holding a cigarette or smoking a cigarette Mm -hmm. or having something that vaguely resembles a cigarette in Mm -hmm. her mouth like a coffee stir yeah (laughs) i think yeah there's one time where she's at the um the planet here and she's just like has a coffee wooden coffee yeah store, like, i was like what is in her mouth, mouth? so weird she's um, very um aloof uh-huh and she leads people on but never really gets emotionally attached mm-hmm. to them she just wants to fuck yeah exactly um so yeah we there are three of them are there bet and tina come and join us have you heard that song that's like on the radio right now that's like i know you want love but i just want to fuck no, that sounds really good. <laughs> um, we should find it and play a little bit of it on here. I really like it. It's been coming on at work a lot. Okay. And I'm like, I think that's great because I feel like on TV you see people like tricking mm-hmm. someone into believing that they are going to give them love when all they want is sex. But like, yeah, it's if almost can... like we'll see that on the L word right. a, a thousand <laughs> times. But that's the whole thing. I'm just like, if you just want sex, why can't you just say it? Which is like, what I like about this song. Yeah. It's so direct. It's just like, I just want to fuck. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, but basically, so like the uh, Dana, Alice, and Shane are here. Um, Bet and Tina join them. Uh, we also meet Marina, who's this like woman who who owns the planet, who we talked about. Um, and I feel like the way I remember this, the, there are a lot of scenes in this pilot. Um, like a lot happens in this pilot because you have to meet all the characters and learn about their world. But um, there's a, a lot of shots where it's just like some some of the main characters are sitting at the the planet. Another main character comes in and sits down with them, and then like people just leave, and it's like within the span of a minute. Like I. I think this scene, um, like, Bet and Tina come in, 
and like they sit down and then bet like immediately gets up and is like all right i have to go to a meeting bye uh-huh. and like leaves and it's like well, it's like the rotating door yeah of characters yeah um and so uh tina hangs out with them for a little while and is like you know we're gonna do this insemination thing and also we're gonna see dan foxworthy dan foxworthy yeah um, celebrity therapist and everyone's like how did you get in to see Dan Fox or like he's like a celebrity therapist who's also a therapist <laughs> to celebrities I can't believe his it's last LA. name is Foxworthy it might just be Foxworth it's okay. unclear <laughs> it, I, I think I want cause now I'm just picturing him as Jeff Foxworthy though he might be a redneck guy oh man <laughs> This is going to be a recurring segment. <laughs> Get used to me never knowing any cultural references about anything. So there's this guy who's I a comedian. I live under a rock. Jeff Foxworthy. He was probably contemporaneous or a little before the L word was when he had his big moment where he he basically was just like, you might be a redneck if, and your, your car is more duct tape than metal. Just like stuff like that. He was just like this guy who like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was not funny and probably a bad man, but he had a really distinctive mustache. Anyway. <laughs> um, but so please imagine him uh, whenever we talk about the therapist. Um, and then everyone kind of is just like, oh, Bet and Tina, your relationship is so good. Why do you need to go to a therapist? Mm-hmm. You have the best relationship of everyone I know, which mm-hmm. is sad. It's really, <laughs> it's really, really sad. sad. <laughs> um, and we'll talk about that more, but... First, we have to meet Jenny. Yeah. So Jenny is, like, from the Midwest. I don't mm-hmm. think it's ever explicitly stated where in the Midwest. Just the Midwest. She's just, like, this white girl. The whole gr- thing. She's just, yeah. She's just this white girl from the Midwest. She's a writer. <laughs> but she's a serious writer, unlike Alice, who's a professional writer. But Jenny has to express her soul. Yeah, Jenny writes, like, short stories and shit. Very like edgy autobiographical short stories yeah so her her boyfriend right now is tim who we met at the beginning of the episode who is the next door neighbor of tina and bet and she is moving in with him Mm -hmm. um yeah and we get like a funny shot of like them getting stuck in really bad la traffic la Mm -hmm. traffic am i right and i think then she gets to his house and um, he has this little, like, standalone garage. Mm-hmm. And, like, he reveals to her that, like, it's a st- he has transformed it into <laughs> a studio for her. Yeah, I guess she probably has visited him before because she's like, oh, was, like, th- wow, this was a garage. And he's like, yeah, until a couple days ago. <laughs> I, yeah, like, I think he was like, I remodeled it a, yeah. a couple of days ago. And it's like this like fully furnished, like beautiful, <laughs> like clean, modern, yeah. upscale. I was like, damn, Tim, like, did you sleep at all? <laughs> yeah, Tim, Tim I, I don't know. It's, it's just, just what straight men can do, I guess. Yeah. So handy. He's got those muscles. Mm-hmm. He's a swim coach out of college also, so he's very athletic. Um, yeah, and you get this... Um, there's a really, really good scene where Jenny is, like, settling into this sort of, like, suburban um, L.A. thing, and she's like, oh, wow, it seems so traditional. And Tim's like, it's not as traditional as you might think. And then these two dads, the two gay dads holding babies, like, walk by. I thought that was when she was talking to Tina. Oh, that is, I take it back. That doesn't (laughs) happen yet. I got excited, and I should have looked at my notes. I got really excited about the gay dads, especially because I'm playing Dream Daddy. We'll bring it back, we'll bring it back. Um, We can even plug Dream Daddy. Yeah, Dream Dream Daddy. Best game. Dream Daddy. So let's rewind a little bit. Yeah. Um, Because this is all sort of like intercut with some shots of um, Bet and Tina at therapy. Ah, yes. With Jeff Foxworthy. And so Bet is late. Tina Mm -hmm. is kind of like awkwardly sitting in the session with the therapist being Mm -hmm. like, oh, Bet's late again. She probably had a meeting. She's so Mm -hmm. busy. She like works at the like art center or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And... 
like so you're cutting back and forth um in and out of their therapy session but Mm -hmm. i think there comes a moment where wait does he say the thing about like their shitty sex life he waits for bet to be there okay so then like bet comes in late on her cell phone like still in a meeting right like probably with an earpiece yes, or something. Yes, with an earpiece. She has a really douchey <laughs> earpiece. And, yeah. Oh, she's so bad. Yeah, and so then they talk and talk, and then um, the therapist is basically like, so, are you... What exactly does he say? He, like, they're talking about the fact that Bet and Tina haven't had sex in a long time, or they don't have sex very much yeah. anymore. Yeah, like, he says something like, are you worried about, like, trying to have a baby mm-hmm. when, like, your sex life has been mm-hmm. shitty for the past, like, three years or something like that? Yeah, and, like, um, I think that, that, like, actually makes a couple of good points. Like, she's like, well, like, I don't think you'd be asking us this if we were a straight couple. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, people don't care if, like, like straight people who don't have perfect relationships have kids all the time Mm -hmm. and she's also like and you you can't understand because you're also a straight dude and like we're lesbians she was like i knew that a man would like have no insight into a lesbian relationship Mm -hmm. which honestly it's interesting to hear you describe that as a good point because it's good and bad for me when i like watch her say that i'm just like oh you're so like just like like it seems like she's using that as an excuse to like deflect yes. from their relationship problems yes. like oh this guy can't know anything about yes. me because we're lesbians right so this is a thing is i think she makes a couple of like kind of valid points about like you know like it can be hard to relate to a therapist who isn't like you um he's also to be fair a really he's a really bad therapist he's a very like, bad therapist. a therapist should never tell you that your sex life has been shitty yeah unless like you yourself use uh-huh. those words <laughs> um but like you say she's not making good points because she is like an emotionally like a person who has like <laughs> thought this all through she's right. a sort of like you're criticizing me fuck you yeah and that's, exactly like, very, but like she's she's like a very smart person um, but she's and, manipulative. But she's very manipulative, and she, like, she doesn't handle criticism. And then, uh, yeah, before the therapy session ends, like, we also have a thing where Tina's like, I'm quitting my job. I'm so ready to have a baby. And Bet just sort of is, like, spacing out. And she's like, don't, right? We're so in this together. And Bet's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Tina. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, they leave from therapy, uh, they go to meet the guy who's supposed to be their donor, who's an artist <laughs> oh, at his yeah. art studio. Um, they're sort of, so they're sort of like, they come to the studio with this guy who has a bunch of modern art, and they're like, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna like, jerk off into this cup and give you some sperm. And they're like, cool, great, we love your art. Um, and then he goes into <laughs> another room but, like, you can see him, like... Mm-hmm. You can see a silhouette. Yeah, there's either, like, glass or, like, a, sh- a curtain yeah. that's translucent. And yeah. so you can see his shadow mm-hmm. in the background jerking off. And he's, like, getting... He's, like, really into it. Like, it's not just, like, all right, like, let me like, bang one like out. He's, like, groaning. He's, like, oh, he's like, oh, oh, oh. oh. Like, leaning, ba- <laughs> like, swaying back and forth. And they're just kind of, like, walking around, like, like, ooh, his new work is really right, they're expressive. they're just looking at the eye. Yeah. I'm just, like, would you, ev- like, would you really ever, even if you couldn't see or hear the person in their home, like, would you actually go to someone's home to get their sperm and, like, wait in their home while they jerk off? Yeah, it was so weird, but... It's a very funny... The L Word's a very funny show. This is that trademark L Word humor yeah. that we get. Um, and th- so they drive home, and or they're driving home, and Bet again, is, like, talking on the phone with her earpiece <laughs> with someone. She's like, guess what Tina has between her legs? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then she sort of, like, picks it... She, like, while she's driving, she's both, oh like, talking God. on the phone and then, like, grabs the, like little plastic bottle of sperm and is like waving it around and it's like oh bet you're gonna like kill your whole family including your child before it's even conceived when you crash this car she's like not looking at the road 
she's just like talking about it and she's like tina's keeping it warm you have Mm -hmm. to keep it at body temperature for it to survive longer Mm um or i guess they're actually going to like a an insemination clinic they're going to like meet with the doctor oh right 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 yeah i said home but they don't go home because we get like a little uh uh, cut-in scene here where Jenny is unpacking her stuff and then um, she looks and sees Shane and some random girl like go into Bet and Tina's swimming pool and just start having sex. Wait. She looks through the bushes. Oh yeah, she looks through the bushes. Which um, She like peers through I the I believe fence. that during the plant, the scene at the planet, this mm-hmm. term bush confidence oh. came up because um, yeah. okay, here's how it went. If we go back to the planet scene, Dana's like, so what do you guys think of anal waxing? This happens later, actually. Oh, okay. This is a, there's so many, <laughs> so many scenes that are just people at the planet entering and exiting and talking okay. about stuff. They talk about, like, well, yeah, we'll get so, to that So scene. maybe, oh, so Bush Confidence didn't happen yet? No. Never mind. Okay, you can just cut all of that. Um, she looks through the bushes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And sees Shane and some girl making out. And she thinks it's Bette and Tina, because she's heard that they're the lesbians. Not just making out. She sees Shane walk up to their swimming pool, strip naked, and jump in, like, dive in. Right. And then this other woman comes in, and they basically fuck in the pool. Yes. Which I never saw as a kid. And Jenny, like, cannot look away. She's so into it. Um... Okay, whoa, uh, let's rush through the second, the rest of this episode. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, we had to talk about the beginning and stuff, so I guess it makes sense. Um, basically, we just go, um, oh, but this scene is so good. The next scene is Bet and Tina go to the, um, the doctor to inseminate Tina, and this nurse is with them, and the nurse is basically like, oh, it'll be easier for you to inseminate Tina if she's aroused to bet. And then the nurse, like, leaves. And she winks. She winks. And then she leaves. Uh-huh. <laughs> and bet is kind of like, what, I'm supposed to fuck you right here? And Tina's like, yeah. Tina, like, doesn't even say anything. She's just like, looks bet in the eye and mm-hmm. then like glances down at her crotch and then mm-hmm. looks back up at bet like what mm-hmm. <laughs> and so bet like goes down on her but she like doesn't get into it she like keeps coming up and like laughing and like tina's just like gives her this like get to work look right and then there's one moment that I loved um, hearing about later in an interview where, like, the doctor knocks, mm-hmm. um, Bet hastily, like, takes her head out from under that, like, plastic blanket that they mm-hmm. give you at the gynecologist, she, like, takes her head out, wipes her mouth off mm-hmm. as the doctor comes in. And later I heard Jennifer Beals, who plays Bet, because she's a straight woman in real mm-hmm. life, being like, oh, yeah, like, the director told me I should wipe my mouth off in that moment. I never would have even thought of that. <laughs> I was just like, wow, you're Love this so show. not gay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay, this, this is also just, like, another really good short scene that I was talking about. So Jenny is looking for jobs, and she goes to a supermarket to apply, <laughs> and she, like, comes upon this, like, cashier, and she, like, looks him up and down. Like, the camera, like, follows her looking up and down, and then she just says... So what kind of positions do you have available? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, that's just sort of the whole scene. <laughs> this is a moment where I was just like, this show is just straight up horny. It's horny and it can't avoid it. It's not even just horny for lesbians. It's yeah. just horny all the time about like everything. You, I don't think you ever see this guy again. Like he, It's there, horny at a supermarket. There's not like a secret real tryst that happens here ever it's a sort no. of like hey here's a dude what if she wanted to fuck him though mm-hmm. and that's the whole scene um uh oh they they find out um bet and tina also that the dude who donated to them is infertile so right. that they have to find a new donor mm-hmm. um oh he okay so here is where we get the nice um bi phobia bi erasure um, because Tina goes back to the planet to tell Alice and Dana about the guy's infertility, and Alice is like, oh, I never would have known. I used to, like, 
fuck him. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wouldn't have known by the way he fucked that he was infertile. Right, and, it's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> and Dana says, you have to pick between dick and pussy. Spare us the gory bisexual details. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is oh, a mess man. for so many reasons. Now that I'm like remembering this, I'm like, oh, like this show instilled like bisexual or like polysexual mm-hmm. shame in me very deeply. Yes. Like I think there was a while in my life where I was like, I have to just be a straight up lesbian or I'm nothing. Yes. yes. And it's obviously very transphobic also, which, whoa, we are so going to talk about so much more Mm -hmm. when Max comes in. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's just like, like, there's just like a thick coating of cis sexism Mm -hmm. over everything Mm -hmm. on this show. Um, Yeah, and, oh man, so I just said that I liked Dana a lot earlier, but I feel like also in the same scene she dana says to shane why do you have to ask or why do you have to dress so gay and like (laughs) i wouldn't want to be seen on the street with you because like i'm closeted and like oh why do you have to like be so like flamboyant shane like why do you have to be like such a butch dana does have a tendency to like take out her self-hatred or other personal feelings on other people in a misguided way yes but i don't know that's what it's like to be in the closet. Mm-hmm. And then Jenny walks by and they all check her out. That oh, yeah. The the scene. We, cut, we cut from them all checking Jenny out to Jenny and Tim back at their house and they're fucking. And Jenny starts talking about seeing these women, like, fucking the pool next door and it makes both of them super horny. Like, Tim is like, oh, yeah, baby, tell me about the lesbians who I think are my neighbors. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> and she's like, oh, so hot. And he's like, oh, yeah, you like that, don't you? <laughs> um, and they fuck. In and a they fuck. Very awkward way. Yeah. All the straight sex is really awkward. It's so awkward. Like, I will give it to this show. Like, there are some pretty hot lesbian scenes. There are. In this there show. Are. Um, but They're yeah, this, not hot straight scenes. The straight scenes are just awkward as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go back to the planet again. <laughs> um, this time it is, Bet is there also. Um, and this is where they have the butt waxing. <laughs> like, it, the way the scene happens as I've written it down and as I remember it is Bet is there with Tina and Dana and Alice and... Dana just says, so what do you guys think about butt waxing? And then Bette leaves. Like, <laughs> after, like, 30 seconds of being there. <laughs> yeah. And then this is when they start talking about bush confidence. Like, yeah. it was... And again, they get in this really binary way where they're, mm-hmm. like, either you, like, you trim it up or you don't, but either mm-hmm. way, you gotta deal with it. Otherwise, you'll never have bush confidence. Yeah, it's like you have to be confident in whatever your hair situation is or you'll never get laid. Mm-hmm. They keep trying to, like, make this happen. Like, they talk about nipple confidence later. I think yeah. someone was like, we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna, like, make a new thing. Yeah, no. It, it's Sorry. not Sorry. Sorry, y'all. Um, and so, but, or, uh, Alice is like, oh, I'm gonna have a party for y'all where we're gonna, like, invite all of the eligible men that we know so that you can get a donor um so then we go to um jenny meeting tina um which is a really good scene so jenny at the party no 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 this is in tina's backyard right 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 um so i think you know jenny i think realizes probably that the two people she had saw having sex in the pool were not her neighbors they were just some other lesbians um (laughs) Oh boy, this whole scene like So first of all, when we um talked about that particular detail that like Shane fucked some rando in Bet and Tina's pool, I was like, why was Shane even doing that? Why was she like fucking someone in her friend's pool when they weren't even mm-hmm. hanging out? And Audrey was like, Well, yeah, I feel like if I was friends with Shane and I had a pool, I would just expect her to like yeah. fuck people in it whenever. Yeah, definitely. Just, yeah, that's basically how Shane is. Um but now we have this really good scene where uh, T- Tina is, is trimming her rosemary bush right after this talk about bush confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, do you want some rosemary? And Ginny says, I would love some rosemary. She, she always says it as rosemary, which mm-hmm. I, I thought was, that's, I guess it's a Midwestern thing. Is it? I feel like no. I never heard it No, it's there. not. <laughs> uh, 100% not. But, um... 
our, we were watching it with our roommate Jess and she was like this is totally like this like lesbian seduction like she's like bringing it she's like seduce bringing her into the world of lesbianism <laughs> with with her with bush, her bush. <laughs> yeah um and uh they sort of like talk and like Jenny is like you're getting pregnant how you're both girls I'm from the midwest oh <laughs> and um then a bunch of this is when the gay dads walk by there's a bunch of like she's like how can gay people get pregnant and then like a bunch of like gay men with babies walk by <laughs> and their little baby carriers and their little baby it's really cute and sweet and I really really wish we could have had a spinoff series that was just this gay dad group yeah of, like a bunch of like sweet wholesome gay dads yeah well now we have dream babies. daddy and now we have the game dream daddy which we've been playing a lot I love it we should I love try to Matt. get we should try to get the creators of Dream Daddy to um, sponsor our podcast, okay. and then we can advertise for it. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, we need to get some ads. If you're a if you work for Casper or NatureBox, <laughs> please hit us up. Or like Blue Apron. Or Blue Apron. I would be down for some free food. Or Squarespace. Squarespace. Um, yeah. If you work for any of those companies and you're listening, please send me an email. Um. Uh, okay, so after that, we meet Kit, um, who is Bet's half-sister, um, so I think it, it should be, like, it's probably important to know that, um, uh, Bet is played by Jennifer Beals, and both the character and the actor are, are mixed, um, so, like, Bet is a fairly like white passing person but she is half black um and this this comes up sometimes but her sister kit um played by pam greer um just is a black woman Um, yeah and they have they have one parent in common they're mm -hmm. like half sisters yeah Um, they have the same dad and at some point in the series there's like a moment where bed is like well i consider myself both white and black Mm -hmm. because i'm like half and half Mm -hmm. and kit's kind of like i'm just a black woman yeah yeah um and we see how that affects their lives in the first scene with kit yeah kit is like um this really awesome like singer musician Mm -hmm. he's like fairly famous in the world of the l Mm -hmm. word um she's like i think she's like portrayed as like she was famous like 10 years ago okay like she doesn't have a lot of like gigs lined up or anything right now and she like is sort of in a yeah but like people will recognize her they're like hear her name they'll be like oh you're kit porter right like, whoa and so the way we get introduced to kid is that she gets stopped by a cop while she's yes, driving she's which... drunk she's drunk driving on the way to a gig and yeah. she gets pulled over we were and... both really exasperated with this intro yeah. to her character it's like oh cool like here's like one of the very very few like women of color who's the lead in this show and like mm-hmm. the writers are sitting around they're like oh how do we sh- like introduce kit oh she's drunk and like gets a cop has to deal with a cop it's yeah. like what a beautiful fantasy world you've c- created for yourselves yeah it felt really shitty to watch um, which like you know it's like that obviously that is a reality that like you know, police target people of color, but it's not presented. It's not like this thing of it's like, not. oh, like this is about racism. It's just sort of they're like, oh, like whoa, how do we show a black person? Oh, cops. And also, right. I think it's like think it's like the way they did it seemed to be a way for them to like introduce Kit's drinking problem yeah. as like a major yeah. aspect of her character. Yes. Um, and so I don't know. That just like kind of bummed me out. Yes, yeah, definitely. There's a lot more to Kit, Kit's character as a person, mm-hmm. and like she struggles with alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish, yeah, I wish that they hadn't like introduced her in this context of like her getting pulled over and it like being her fault, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I really have to pee, so I'm gonna pause it here. All right, let's take and a we'll break. Reconvene. Let's turn the AC on. And we are back. Um. Cool. We're gonna try to do a, a speed run of the um, the rest of this episode because we're going pretty long. It's the first episode, and you know, a lot to talk about. Um, but yeah, I've just cracked open my my Prima strategy guide, and I'm gonna we're gonna glitch through some walls. All right. Gonna exp- do all this the exploits. 
right. get a world record for talking about the L word. Um, cool. So we mentioned earlier that um, they Alice had planned to throw a party for Bet and Tina and invite all of the eligible like men who could provide semen mm-hmm. for them. So we come into that party right now. Um, in my head, I just thought of a funny joke, which was, you know, about the Donner party, uh, the cannibals. Well, this is it. Jesus, babe. <laughs> it's a famous thing where there are these... It was like... I don't know why. The Donner I... party is just the cannibal reference, I don't basically. Know why you're Some people got, like, surprised. lost in the mountains in the 1800s or early 1900s, and they ate each other. Okay. And then they all died anyway. But okay. I was thinking about, this is, like, the, the donor party, so but, wouldn't it be funny uh... if they ate each other? Great, let's and that was on. the end of the series. Um, All right. <laughs> so yeah, we just but, see a lot of uh, the characters at first. Great, um, let's move on. Oh, I didn't write um, down who says this, but someone says. So yeah, we just like see a lot of the main characters at first. Um, whenever oh, I didn't write down who says this, but someone, someone says. Mm-hmm. And then we see lesbians Shane think friendship is another mm-hmm. word for foreplay. Whenever Shane is flirting with someone um dana's there Shane with her doubles partner they're like um, tennis partners but they Jenny also pretend in. to be yeah. in a relationship because um, they're both gay and yeah. in the closet and he's like very, harrison i love harrison yeah he's like very over the he's like yeah. not hiding anything. he's not hiding <laughs> yeah. anything he makes and a joke like very, about how I love harrison um the he's new like take on the, the lesbian like dating joke instead of like <laughs> the lesbians going on a first date a u-haul mm-hmm. he was like now it's a turkey baster uh-huh. and then like dana like slaps him and yeah, i was like i don't even know how he would even know that joke yeah <laughs> it's great harrison's great uh-huh um but and tim um, yeah she's like tim recognizes dana right yeah he's, he's it's great harrison's great guy, yeah like, um but and yeah. tim um tim recognizes dana because he's he's a swimming coach he's a sports guy like all straight men are so he's like, whoa, you're dana fairbanks you're a famous tennis star and so she has to like pretend to be straight at this party so then, we see Bet and Tina just like talking to some potential donors throughout. Right, and they're like laying it on really thick. Yes. Like they're like, we need a donor, and like you see this one guy being like, here are all the hereditary mm-hmm. like diseases, and, and they're like, that's fine, we can live with I that. Have, like, yeah, <laughs> and he's like, I don't know if I could be a dad, and yeah. they're like, that's fine, we don't need you to be in the per- the baby's life. Right, like, like every guy they talk to is yeah. like, oh, no yeah. thanks. <laughs> no one's really into it. Um, um, but the big thing that does happen at this party is mm-hmm. Jenny comes in um and meets uh alice and marina basically what happens it there's just some like funny shit where like alice is like trying to be friends with jenny and she's like oh you're a writer i'm a writer too like i write like these like articles for magazines and like uh jenny is like i'm a serious writer i write short stories i want a prize and um they like like it becomes more and more apparent like marina and jenny are just like talking over alice who's in between them Mm -hmm. in like this very flirty way and um alice like is just kind of like all right i'm gonna leave you two alone and Mm -hmm. just like kind of like leaves and like jenny's like oh i have to go to the bathroom and then marina follows her into the bathroom Mm -hmm. and they make out it's more like marina so like they both get in line to go to the bathroom and then jenny goes in and then marina just goes in directly after her and like kisses her really forcefully yes and like jenny i think like kisses her back for a second and then she Mm -hmm. like freaks out and leaves Mm And goes up to Tim and is like, take me home. Mm-hmm. Like, interrupts his conversation. He's like, what's going on? She's like, I feel I feel weird. I, take me home. Mm-hmm. They live next door. So, like, she really doesn't need yeah. him to take her home. Yeah. yeah. This happens. Um, it was like, I don't know. It, that scene was a reminder to me of, like, how there's absolutely no concept of consent on this no, show at all. There is not. 
No. Which is also probably not the best, um, like, role model to be giving to teenage queers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we probably both got some bad lessons from there. Yeah. Um, I I thought it would have been funny, though, because, uh... The, the reason that Marina was able to come in is because Jenny doesn't lock the door, which is just, like, Maybe. so... No, I don't, I'm not saying that this is Jenny asking for... Con- no, 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 or no anything. I know. I, I know. just thought it would have been funny if, like, Marina also didn't lock the door, and then, like, a third person came <laughs> in, and then, like, a fourth person came in. Sometimes bathrooms don't have a lock, though. That's what I was going to say. That's, they never do at punk houses. Right. But and Tina have a fancy house. Yeah. I guess so. Um... Anyway, um, so yeah, Tim and Jenny go home, and he's kind of, like, a little bit mad, like, he's kind of just like, what's, what, why did you, like, why do we have to leave that party, like, what the hell's going on, and she's, like, not talking to him or anything, and she just sort of, like, instead of, like, talking to him or telling him anything, she just, like, starts giving him a blowjob. Yeah, it's like... He's still in the middle asking his questions, and she's, like, opening his pants and blowing him. Yeah, and, like, without saying a word, I think she's, like, crying while she does it. Like, it's so uncomfortable to watch. It sucks to watch. Like, it was, like, clearly, clearly whoever wrote this was, like, she's, like, trying to prove to herself that she's straight, but it was just, like, one, like non-consensual thing after another like tim was clearly not asking for that or in the mood for it at all yeah and like eventually they both get into it but like or i don't know or at (laughs) least it didn't look that fun yeah no you're right they don't get into it they just both i think tim may like begin to focus on it yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah it's still really fucking weird yeah but, uh, and then, so concurrently with that, we've been seeing, um, Kit, like, having this in- interaction with the cop who has pulled her over, and right. she's basically, like, she mentions that she's performing with the Neville brothers, and he's like, that's my favorite band, and she's like, if you let me off, uh, for, like, driving intoxicated with an expired license, then, like, I will get you tickets to see them backstage, and he's like accepts I guess because he instead of like ticketing her like drives her to Bet's house while this party's going on so Kit comes yeah. into the party he still revokes her license though he, yes he still yes um so uh Kit comes in the party and I think you know we get this like sense that Kit and Bet don't have a great relationship because they come in and kind of just like immediately have a fight um uh, which gets interrupted by this, like, fan of Kit's who's like, oh, like, I'm, like, would love to, like, talk to you about this, like, business opportunity. And Bet's kind of just like, whatever. Like, I don't know why you came here. Like, just go talk to this guy. So, yeah, then we, we go back to uh, Jenny and Tim. They Wait, have bad sex. Was Kit not invited to that party? No. She just showed she up. She didn't know the party was happening. Yeah, she just oh, showed up. Oh, she just went to Beth's because she was, like, in trouble? Yes. I see, I see. Okay. Yes. Go on. So, the party is pretty much over, um, and we are, um, we see that no one wants to give Bet and Tina sperm. Like, it's been a failure for them. Mm-hmm. Uh... Shane. Understandably, because who does that? Because it was so like, it was Who, so like, weird. throws a party yeah. and then, like, corners their guests into yeah. conversations about, like, Give providing them with reproductive materials uh-huh. from their body. Um, but Shane, Shane is like, oh, it's because the new male is too sensitive. And, like, you guys used to just, like, want to, like, put their seed in whatever. But, like, <laughs> now they're sensitive and they want to have attachment and all this stuff. That's, that's like the cool Shane that's correct <laughs> um, so yeah we go from there back to Jenny and Tim um, they're they're talking and he's like feeling her up and uh, she he's like oh like what ha- like you know do you want to tell me what happened and she's like oh nothing I'm just sort of like settling in and like getting like you know having feelings or whatever so she mm-hmm. does not tell him about the kiss. Um, so uh, we go to the next day. Um, Jenny runs into Tina at the planet. Um, and 
Tina's like, oh, what are you doing here? Like, oh, you should come hang out with us. And Jenny says, I am here by myself, but I'm going to go home and make a sandwich. (laughs) 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 Which I thought was really funny. Mm -hmm. Um, But Tina, like, invites her to, like, join, um, join the the friends at the table um so she like sits down marina is there and marina's like oh you should come to my reading group and everyone i think sees this flirting happening and like everybody else there sort of like comes up with an excuse they're like oh i have to like go to this thing i have to go to this so like everyone just sort of like bounces and like leaves jenny and marina alone again mm-hmm. <laughs> um which like if this were the real world, ideally, I would have wanted, like, one of them to notice that, like, Marina was being really aggressive with Jenny yeah. and, like, followed her into the bathroom and, like, stick around to, like, mm-hmm. make sure that Jenny's okay. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happens. No. Um, but Marina asks Jenny out and Jenny says no, basically. Yeah. I remember there being, like, a really ridiculous quote that I, like, forced you to write down in its entirety, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, uh, we're about to get to it. Okay, so here we are. Um, So uh, we come to this French artist, Jean-Paul, who I guess also is like a modern artist that they know about. He seems like he's a perfect donor. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, I have no history of like health problems in my family. Like oh, like, I don't need to, like, be a father. Like, I don't have to, like, raise the baby with you. Like, oh, yeah. Like, he just seems like, t- like, I'll sign a consent form right now. Uh-huh. Um, and they're all like, wow, he's, Bet and Tina are, like, amazed. They finally found the perfect guy. Uh-huh. And then, so he's, like, signing, he's looking over this form and, like, signing it. And he says, like, all right, so, like, do you want to do this, like, at my house or at your house and they're kind of like oh like whatever you want to do like wherever you're more comfortable like you can just do it here and so he's like all right like let's go into the bed or something Uh uh-huh well they try to and then they try to like hand him a sterile cup right oh yeah he's like what is this (laughs) right and they're like oh it's a it's a sterile cup like yeah you just like jack off in here uh-huh. and he's like no it cannot be with a cup it must like, be as the man and the woman uh-huh. he's like he has like a french accent uh-huh. that's really yeah, over like the a top french he's and like, then what is what he... is this yeah it must be with the man and the woman and he says something <laughs> do you have the exact quote i i definitely do um <laughs> like because like they're like what are you talking no like we're a couple and he's like you want it to be all three because that would be fine. It will be your baby too. <laughs> and um, they're like, no, like that's not like we don't. We're gay. Like we don't want to have sex with you. We're monogamous and gay. Like no. And he's like, I could not bring a baby into this world, not brought by the passionate mm, mm, between a man and a woman. <laughs> and he like makes that. Mm, mm. <laughs> In, like, a really grotesque way, and, like, his, like, body, yeah. and like, his, like, body kind of, like, thrusts along with yeah. it, like, the passionate, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. If we clipped while we did that in unison, I'm fine with that. Yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> that was um, my favorite, I think that was my favorite moment in the whole episode. Yeah. And then they, it was, the show is really funny sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, they go back to the planet and they kind of like end up having a fight about it because like Bet's telling everybody the story and she thinks it's really funny and Tina's like take this seriously like we're trying to have a baby so they like end up having a fight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, last last kind of scene is um, uh, Jenny is like going out to this party while Tim is like staying in and working um, and the party she's going to is called radar um which is the part marina had invited her to and first she was like no i'm not gonna come but i guess she changed her mind Mm -hmm. um and so she goes to this party radar which turns out to be all women and also like i feel like i love that name because it's like so silly and like stereotypical but also like it's like 
it is like a lesbian party name and mm-hmm. it like even still like it, that that just like seems like a normal name you would hear so it's like yeah, really funny definitely. she's like oh radar is a gay party like i know <laughs> i'm from the midwest i'm so innocent and straight i'm so innocent and, pure. and straight um and alice sees her and says I didn't know you were coming out tonight. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Good one, the all word. So subtle. Um, this is where they t- they bring up nipple confidence, <laughs> which because Shane mm-hmm. doesn't wear a bra, I don't think. Right, and Shane's like picking up women left yes. and right, and yes. Dana's like, "What does Shane have that I don't have?" And uh, yeah, they're like nipple confidence. She has nipple <laughs> confidence. You have to have nipple confidence and bush confidence. And one of them says she's got the best nipples in town. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So like. Um. Basically, uh, we just kind of in a little anticlimactically, like Jenny just gets uncomfortable at this party right. and goes home. Yep. And so that's that's, it. that's like the midway point of the pilot. Yes. So this, yeah, this this is what we're talking about for today. So originally, when it aired, there was another forty five minutes, but because it is split into two parts for streaming, it's on streaming. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about the next one next time. All right. Um, Cool. This one went pretty long. Um, I think it's the first episode, so we had to like introduce a lot of characters and do a lot of setup. I don't remember most episodes having as much plot as this one either. I feel like mm. a All lot right. of it well, is we'll just see. like, oh, you're cheating on me with this person again. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think we're going to aim to have not too long of a show, but mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. All right. Thanks for listening. This has been The Hell Word. What's going to be our outro tag? Maybe we can just say, welcome to hell. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Ready? Welcome to hell. <laughs> no, if I fucked that one up. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll do three, two. What well, if we do count down? That's how I got confused. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome, Welcome to, to hell. hell. <laughs>